Locale. Local. Shock. Local. Cambiamento. Tapir. Gergelecta. Sacula Ijaia. Food. Change. Hello everyone and welcome back to the SPIN podcast. My name is Valentina Gritti and I'm the podcast host and the global community and project manager of the Slow Food Youth Network. This is the third episode of the series Spinners Around the Globe. In this series, we're going to meet different activists of our network. We're going to get to know more about who they are, what do they do in their daily life, and also how they're involved with the Slow Food Youth Network. The special guest of today is John Chiwagalo from Uganda. I would say that John is one of the persons that you must know if you are part of the Slow Food Youth Network. He's the Sfina Africa coordinator and also coordinates the local youth network in Uganda. We actually catched up with John before the Sfin Uganda yearly meeting in June. One of the focus points was the identification of a new person to take over the national Sfin leadership. So when you will listen to this episode, there will be probably a new person in charge of the coordination in Uganda. Exciting moment. So hello, John, and welcome to the Sfin podcast. Thank you, Valentina. Let's start with a, a little bit of introduction about yourself. Okay, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, my name is John Chiwagaro. Um, I'm from Uganda, from a district called Mukono, which is in central part of Uganda. Um, I'm the coordinator of Slow Food Youth Network Uganda and Slow Food Youth Network Africa. And um, I'm currently working with Slow Food Uganda as a project uh, uh, program, uh, programs officer and, uh, and also the communications person. Uh, um, I do most of my work with Slow Food Uganda to see that we can... Uh, work with the farmers and, um, and, uh, and the people to change or to influence people uh, and uh, influence uh, policies and, uh, and practices to, to better food systems. So um, um, I really like to, to eat food which involves sweet potato, um, uh, ground nuts and, and, and fish. And also yams. That is my favorite dish, which I, I really like. Sounds delicious. And then, how long have you been working for the Office of Slow Food Uganda? Uh, basically, I've been working with Slow Food Uganda since 2015. Uh, and uh, I actually joined in uh, early 2015. And now it is uh, almost five years since I've been working with uh, Slow Food Uganda. Uh-huh. And is the office in Kampala? Uh, Slow, Slow Food Uganda offices are located in Mukono, uh, Mukono district, which is uh, uh, 25 kilometers uh, from Kampala, and Mukono is in the east of Kampala. And uh, uh, the offices are located at Kayunga Road uh, at uh, Plot 218, just within Mukono uh, town center. Mm-hmm. And how many people are there in the office? Uh, so far we have nine people working with Slow Food Uganda. And these people are working in different capacities. Uh, we have people who are coordinating like the gardens, people who are coordinating, uh, who are uh, in administration and finance. We have some people in uh, uh, general services and uh, other people helping to coordinate other projects like the Presidia and also some other projects like, uh, like Earth Markets. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's quite a big office, eh? nine people. It's a... Uh... Very nice. <laughs> yes, actually, the, 
the, the office uh, was launched. Uh, so, sorry, Slow Food Uganda was officially registered in Uganda as, uh, as um, a non-profit organization in October 2015. But previously, before 2015, before that, it was working, uh, Slow Food Uganda was working as a loose network in the country, uh, doing uh, advocacy work and also doing other uh, community work but without uh, having uh, formal registration. But later in 2015, it was registered by the government of Uganda, and now it is operating officially as a non-profit organization in the country. That's great. And, uh, and John, I'm really curious to know how a typical day for you looks like. So how do you start in the morning? How do you do? How do you go to work and everything? Can you tell us something about your your life? Well, basically, my day starts with planning um, on what I'm going to be doing and uh, how it's going to be done, and I mostly prioritize what is on my calendar with the most urgent work done first. Um, I, I, if it's a Monday, for example, I have to check on the on the calendar for previous week to see whether I accomplished each and everything. But if it is, um, for example, Tuesday, of course, I have to check a calendar of Monday, to, a calendar of Tuesday, to see what I'm going to, um, supposed to be doing. But also to check whether I really accomplished what I, I was supposed to uh, to do on Monday. But after that, of course, I uh, I also check on the news mostly online to see what is happening in the country and the rest of the world, just to keep uh, on track. And um, as a coordinator of Slow Food Youth Network Africa and Slow Food Youth Network Uganda, I do keep in touch with the uh, with the network through sharing updates in case there is any. And uh, I also provide necessary communication through online and offline uh, offline platforms to the network. So in case there is something I have to share with the people in Africa, of course I have to use an online platform to see that I reach out to the people. For example, we use WhatsApp, we use Facebook. Uh, emails to see that we can uh, share updates to, to other colleagues. But if it is uh, in Uganda, we are mostly, most of our uh, members in the network are always offline, like they are from rural areas. We always use um, uh, offline connections, like uh, calling those people, visiting them, and doing, like uh, uh, organizing different activities just to keep them engaged. But also, I always make sure that I accomplish the tasks uh, which I have on the table uh, on that particular day, so that I can uh, 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 keep uh, keep both the network and the organizational work. That is Slow Food Uganda work. Uh, I, I can keep I can keep that work done, and uh, it helps me to, to to really have my work, which uh, pays me money for for a living, to to, to be done, but also to make sure that my network is uh, updated and uh, my network is growing. So basically that is what I always do by, of course, uh, when I get some time, and most, in most cases I do get it, like I, I read books and uh, articles and also uh, blogs, mostly those on food system and leadership, just to help me widen my knowledge base and also to understand more about the food system and to learn more about leadership, uh, leadership and management. So basically, that is how my day looks like always. Wow, you're super organized <laughs> and super prepared. Oh, well done. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you. And, Thank you. 
And do you also like uh, cooking? Yes, I do like cooking. And uh, actually, when I go back home, in most cases, I cook. I cook for myself. Uh, that's when, when I, uh, in case I reach home earlier. But in case I don't reach home, uh, home earlier, I, I get some food from, uh, from the restaurant because uh, uh, at the moment I, I, I stay alone at home and uh, I have to cook for myself. But I like cooking so much and uh, I think in a week I can cook like five times. And, uh, and what is the food that you like cooking most, your signature dish or something that you really want to eat when you get back from work? <laughs> yeah, since I like sweet potato so much, uh, for sure I I like cooking sweet potato and uh, and fish, mostly uh, the, the the smoked fish, uh, which is uh, cooked together with peanut uh, paste. So that is my favorite. And whenever I have time, you know, it takes some time for it to be cooked. So in case I'm home and I have uh, some time to really cook that, I, it's always my first. A dish which comes to my to my mind in case I have to to cook. So I really like that dish, and it's mostly what I cook. And uh, and this smoked fish, you buy it uh, already smoked, or do you smoke it yourself? Or no, we buy it already smoked from the markets. Uh, like there are fish vendors who always smoke uh, smoke the fish because it is really uh, difficult for one to smoke the fish by yourself. Uh, because it needs much resources and uh, if you're just smoking one fish like this it can take like uh, a lot of resources energy and you need to have that knowledge of smoking it but there are so many smoked fish in the market and that's where we, we get them from okay and you have a market close to where you live yes uh, there's a very big market around seta trading center uh, where i live and that's where I buy most of my uh, my food items. But of course, sometimes when I uh, I go to the garden in on the weekend, mostly I come back with some food which I keep, and I always cook that food. Uh, uh, like I get food which can take like three to four days home, like the sweet potatoes, matoke, uh, cassava, and I always cook like part of the food which I get from from my garden where I sometimes spend my time during the weekends. And is that is that a community garden or is it your own garden? Uh, this is my own garden uh, where I always go during uh, during weekends. Uh, but for the community gardens, uh, uh, I always visit community gardens during weekdays and these community gardens are, are managed by Slow Food Youth Network members and also the members of Slow Food Uganda. So. Uh, the one which I always visit on, on the weekend is a personal garden, a smaller one though. And uh, and John, how did you first get involved with the with Slow Food or the Slow Food Youth Network? How did you find out about that? Yes, it was in two uh, two thousand fourteen when I was uh, at the university. Uh, there were colleagues who who were from Slow Food Youth Network. Um, actually, they also working with Slow Food Uganda, including Edin Chibi. They approached a, a number of youths at the university and they told us uh, about the Slow Food Youth Network. Then uh, I found it so interesting and uh, spot on when it comes to food issues. Uh, actually, uh, previously, I, I never thought of uh, maybe advocating for, for good food or thinking about what I'm going to eat or what. But when they told us about different issues, when they told us about the 
the, 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 the issues in the, in the food system, I, I, I became so touched as an individual. Uh, then I had to fall back to see how best I can contribute to promoting good, clean and fair food. Uh, that's when I kept in touch with the team. And uh, uh, early in 2015, uh, after uh, campus, I joined the, the network as a, as a member. Then uh, I started working officially with the youth network in, uh, in 2015, uh, uh, in, in June. That's when I started working with Slow Food Youth Network. And actually, the, the members in Uganda saw maybe the leadership skills in me and also the activeness of me, like of me, and they, they chose me to, they elected me to be the, the coordinator of Slow Food Youth Network Uganda. So since then, I've been the coordinator of Slow Food Youth Network Uganda. And uh, this year in June, we are actually having our annual general meeting at Slow Food Youth Network Uganda. And I, I hope we shall be uh, in, a, in a transition. We shall be exchanging leadership to another person in case it happens. It's it's gonna be an exciting moment, no? Like after five and more years, yes, <laughs> you you have been doing a really really great job. I can tell that. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. And um, and so you mentioned before that you you joined Slow Food and the Slow Food Youth Network because you wanted to do something for the local issues that you saw in the food system. Can I ask you? Mm, yeah, what are the main problems with the food system in Uganda? Yeah, the first problem I would uh, uh, actually I would say is the the food loss and waste. Uh, this uh, this this is a very very big problem in a country because much of the food is wasted during the initial stages of uh, of the food uh, food chain supply, and it is due to a number of reasons and. Uh, this alone leaves many people without enough food to eat, and yet the, the food produced is more than enough to, to feed the, like the whole world or the people in the whole world. So it is a, a, a food waste actually, which is a, a very big problem, and and if it is reduced, it will remain. It will mean that the the, the, the cases of malnutrition will, like will be reduced uh, because people will access enough diverse food, uh, which is healthy for consumption and uh, nutritious. So that is a very, very big uh, issue. And um, also biodiversity loss, uh, I'm seeing like that there are so many issues on, uh, on biodiversity, whereby uh, uh, there are so many uh, like cases of uh, intensive, uh, intensive farming and, and, co and conventional farming arising. Uh, we see a lot of monoculture of sugar canes, uh, uh, rice and other crops which are contributing to eroding biodiversity. So it is also a very, very big issue. And um, I, I actually have a dream uh, as a person because uh, I, I'm working to achieve something. And my dream is to see a food system that caters for everyone, regardless to gender or race. And uh, I want to see a food system that is respectful to biodiversity uh, food cultures and, uh, and diversity, and also uh, a food system that is that promotes uh, sovereignty and also food security. 
that that's definitely important and, and it's it's great that you you really want to achieve that and that you are doing it with your work and also on a more personal level how how do you see yourself in i don't know five years from now for example like, do you see yourself still working for slow food or would you like to have i don't know your own farm <laughs> in five years actually from now um I'm seeing myself as the greatest leader in the food, uh, in the food system. Actually, I, I may call myself as a, a, a greatest food leader and influencer in the, in the, in the future of, uh, of, of myself. I see myself as a person who can influence societies, mostly young people, to always obligate to, to write good choices. And also, I'm also... Uh, uh, seeing myself as an educator will be uh, helping people to understand the dynamics of the food system. So in five years, uh, if, uh, I'm, seeing, uh, I'm still seeing myself as a slow food member, first and foremost, regardless to what or I'm a staff or not, I'm seeing myself as a slow food member. But still, um, I'm seeing myself as a director of a certain institution. It could be a, maybe a, a primary school or a secondary school. And uh, this uh, institution will be uh, uh, established on, uh, on grounds of uh, in, uh, teaching young people about their rights and also teaching people about the importance of uh, uh, rightful choices and also providing quality education to, to young people. So that's where I, I see myself in the future. But also uh, through the activities, actually, like uh, the, the, the spin activities I coordinate right now and also the, the Slow Food Uganda activities I coordinate right now, I also see uh, like myself as a consultant maybe in the food system. So I, I, I'm, I'm dreaming big for the next five years. Yeah, but you're doing great. Dreams are made to to be dreamt big, right? Otherwise, they're not dreams. So, and you're yes. already on the good path, so I don't see it that difficult. <laughs> Do you have also maybe a final message that you would like to share with the youth that are listening to this podcast from all over the world? Yes, uh, the the message I would want to send to the youths uh, who are listening to me right now is uh, that uh, our future is now. And uh, we are the, the food leaders. As young people, we have to take action to see that the food, the food system is not broken, to see that the food system is well balanced and uh, it, it caters for each and every one, regardless to who is who or regardless to who is coming from where. So it is with the, 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 the youths to take action to see that uh, we have our environment protected, we have our biodiversity protected, and also to see that we can reduce on issues like malnutrition, food waste, and so many other issues which are really affecting us in our different parts of the country. So I call upon all of youths to always engage in activities that are aimed at sensitizing other people on what, which best activities can be done to ensure that we can combat some of the uh, food issues, because as by now you can see, uh, there are so many uh, youths who are suffering, uh, uh, like suffering about uh, different food issues like malnutrition in the rural areas. But at the same time, we have so many uh, youths who are suffering uh, by uh, 
cases of obesity, those are like mostly those who are coming in urban centers. And this only means that there is a, 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 a very big gap between the rural people and the, the urban people. So if we can have young people connect and see that which, how can we protect the, like reduce such kind of challenges uh, like obesity and malnutrition, because the reason as to why the, 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 the rural are malnourished is because they don't have access to nutritious food and access to diverse food. And the reason as to why these who are coming from urban centers are obesity, just because they, they, they consume what they are not supposed to consume. They consume manufactured uh, uh, foods, they, like they consume a lot of uh, chemicals or a lot of engineered uh, products, and that's why they have such kind of cases. So that would be my message to, to you, the young people who are listening to me right now. Yeah, that, that's definitely important. So take action now and try to really connect between uh, urban youth or like urban people and rural people to make this, uh, this gap um, shorter. Yes. Nice. Thank you so much, John, for, uh, for your words. Thank you so much for being with us today. And also thanks to all our listeners for supporting us. And uh, I remind you all that if you like this episode, you can share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating on iTunes so that you can help us to increase our visibility. My name is Valentina Gritti and you're listening to the Slow Food Youth Network podcast. See you in the next episode. Ciao! Ciao!